Baseball is back. The Twins will open with the Seattle Mariners at Target Field on April 7th. It's scheduled. Let's break it down. What's next and what should be a free agent and trade frenzy in Major League Baseball? So much to get to on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Can't help but dance. Baseball's back. Thank you so much for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. Welcome to Locked On Twins. Today is Thursday, March 10th. I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Been running at Twins Daily for over two years. Been hosting this podcast for over two years. Through a lockout, we got through the lockout, through a COVID shutdown, through a last place season, we've done it all. First, I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you've tuned in at all over the lockout, I appreciate you so much. And if you haven't and you're back, and like I know some people have not have not listened all offseason, have not paid attention to baseball, I don't blame you at all. If you're back now, thank you. I'm so happy you're watching or listening today or both. Uh, really, really excited today because baseball is back. And I think... This is just a microcosm of this entire experience. One day, so down last night, like I'm I'm convinced we're not going to get baseball anytime soon. I thought late we'd get an agreement in April and then maybe a, a mid-May opening day. They come to an agreement today, basically out of nowhere, but not really, right? They've been working toward this. And, and finally, after whittling, 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 they finally get that middle ground where both sides are satisfied, at least enough to accept the agreement. And opening day is April 7th, and players are going to spring training right now. We're 28 days away from opening day, four weeks away. I, I'm, I'm so happy baseball's back, and for more reasons than one, but just purely as a fan, it feels so good. We won today. We are the winners of today. You are the winner of today. Fans, to get the game back, I'm really, really excited to tweet about Twins games and talk about Twins games without the added if they play. If there's a season, if there's an agreement, I'm so excited to get rid of that and know that it's just this weight off your shoulders. Does it not feel like a weight has just been lifted? And then you think and you say, oh my goodness, we are less than a month away from opening day. I mean, that's amazing. We have so much coming for you over the next four weeks and there's so much to come in free agency and on the trade market. And what we've done all off season as well is break down how the twins can get better. We're going to continue to do that. We're going to look at the current roster and I just, I'm so excited today. And I hope you are too. And I, I hope that this is I hope that this is just a special day for baseball fans, for major league baseball fans, because it should be. It should feel right that baseball is coming back and that we're gonna get 162 games and that we really only had a week delay. And March 31st in Chicago would have been great, but now it's gonna be Target Field on opening day on April 7th is what the schedule shows. And if you're watching on YouTube, pull it up right here. I think it's staying like this. I think this is what it's gonna look like. This is from last week, but the schedule looks very similar to this. All they did was lose those, those games against Chicago and Cleveland. They're going to make those up via doubleheaders. We know how many times these teams play in the division, so that shouldn't be a problem. They're going to be nine-inning doubleheaders. The runner on second in extra rule is gone. It's back to traditional baseball. It's 2019 again. The attendance restrictions are gone. This is the first normal season we're going to have since 2019, and that is – it makes me like emotional. Like I'm so happy because we have grinded through 
we've grinded through some adversity as baseball fans, as Twins fans, especially. We've grinded through some really tough, see a tough season, a tough COVID shutdown, a tough lockout, and it just feels good to be on the other side of it. And you know, I look back and think about this offseason and the work we have put in. And I hope, and this was my pledge to you at the beginning of the offseason, I hope you feel like when these moves come for the Twins, when, not if, these move, moves come for the Twins, you feel like you're educated. You feel like you know what's going on. And you don't have to know everything about every player. I don't. And we're going to break these moves down as they happen. And I'm so excited to do that for you. And I got some tweets today. Thank you so much reaching out about what's to come. Like, I can't wait to tune into Lockdown Twins and hear you talk about the moves and talk about today. And that just makes me so happy. That's why I do it. That's why... That's why I, I host this podcast every day. That's why I've you know, recorded 530 episodes is because I, I want you to feel educated. I want you to feel enlightened, excited about the team. And I know there are times when it's hard to be excited, when I'm not even excited about the team. But I, I do believe in my heart of hearts that there, there are moves coming. There are moves coming for this team. There just there can't not be. There can't not be is your double negative for the day. There can't not be moves coming because you don't want to go through this whole lockout, this 9,900 day, whatever it was lockout, come on the other side of it and say, ah, we're, we weren't going to try to win this summer anyway. Like that would suck. That would suck. And so I just, I believe that that's not, that's not what's going to happen here. I think they have the pieces in place offensively. And this is not me. I, I think sometimes people might wonder, like if I was a, a host of the Orioles podcast, Baltimore Orioles, you go check out Connor uh, Newcomb. He's amazing at Lockdown Orioles is Connor. I wouldn't sit here as an Orioles fan and be like, this team can compete this summer. They can't. They are so far away from competing. For the Twins, I think they're in a different spot. I think they're closer than people understand and than people want to accept. And I know the rotation looks ugly, and this is not me throwing the rotation under the rug. On the contrary, we've spent so much time talking about this rotation, how it can get better, where it's at, what are the upside, who's coming, when are they coming, what's their scouting report, what can we expect this year? We've talked a lot about that, and there's more coming. There's more of that on the way for me. So I'm ready. I'm ready to see these moves. I'm ready to see what happens next. I want to talk to you about what might happen next after this word from Mission Impossible and then Lockdown MLB Prospects. Are you ready to discover your purpose and leave an impact wherever you go? Mission Possible. Not impossible. Mission Possible. Written and read by New York Times best-selling author and athlete Tim Tebow. Tebow. He encourages you to find your inspiration Pursue your purpose and create a life for yourself that counts. Ignite a new spark in your life through this new inspirational listen. Mission Possible by Tim Tebow is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Who doesn't want to hear from Tim Tebow? Mission Possible, again, wherever audiobooks are sold, passionate, driven Tim Tebow. Go check that out wherever you get your audiobooks. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Now make Lockdown MLB Prospects your next listen. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. When I say stars of tomorrow, it makes me think about storylines for the Twins this season. So let's revamp the storylines after I tell you what I think is going to happen now after the disagreement. All signs are that it's going to be crazy next 48 to 72 hours in free agency because 
you have players ready to report and there are over a hundred free agents with no home. So those players are going to be looking for a home so they can report to spring training. There will be some that don't make it on time. Like they're going to report late, but also for Latin players coming over the visas, that's going to be a mess as well. So they need to figure that out, but it's just going to be a crazy rush. I think over the next week or two, let's say week or two, maybe not 48, 72 hours right off the bat. Teams still need to do their work and negotiate. Like they're still, you got to jump through those hoops. Still, they weren't talking during the lockout as far as we know. So I'll say over the next week or so, let's say seven to 10 days, I think you're going to see some major additions by a lot of teams. And I think you're going to see at least one major addition from the twins. And when I say major, I mean significant. I mean, someone who is a needle mover for this summer. That's not a Dylan Bundy. That's not an Anderson Simmons. That's not a Alexander Colomay at the time it was, but now it wouldn't be an actual needle mover for this summer. Someone who's going to help them win games right off the bat in 2022 i think you're going to see that happen over the next seven to ten days for the twins and if it doesn't and if they don't make that significant impact addition before opening day we'll give them until opening day because sometimes they make their additions in spring training marwin gonzalez was signed during spring training lance lynn i think was as well so it's not guaranteed that you're going to see their biggest move before they report or before even a week or two out from opening day But I think you're going to see them do it. I think you're going to see something. And I think it's going to be exciting. And I think I'm ready to break that down. I've just come to the conclusion that they they have to invest in this team. They just have to. And if they don't, I'm going to be very upset. Like I'm going to be confused about the direction they're trying to take here. I'm going to understand it. But I'm going to be confused. Why now are they changing the sustainable success model? Maybe... This is their year to try to figure out how they're going to sustain success over the next five years. My argument all offseason has been, listen, you can have success this year, go for success this year, and still be successful for the next two or three years after that. Like It's more likely, I would think, if you make strong additions for controllable players that you'll be successful again in 2023. But as we found out, the Twins in 2021 were not as successful. So... It's, it's not a guarantee. We know that it's not as what happens in one year doesn't always translate into the next year. Things Baseball is crazy, even over 162 games in the postseason. Baseball is crazy, and you never know what's going to happen. I mean, look at the Giants last year. Look at the Twins and Padres last year. So disappointing. Teams were expected to win their division or at least be right there in their divisions last year. And for the Padres, like clear World Series contenders for the Twins, I think could have made some noise in the playoffs. That was their perception before 2021, but look what happened. Like it just didn't happen for those teams. And it did happen for the giants. It did happen for the Red Sox. It did happen for these other clubs. Wasn't expected to, but my argument has been those teams put themselves in a position to succeed. So what I think you're going to see over the next couple of weeks and what's going to happen next is the twins put themselves in a position to compete. And that doesn't guarantee anything signing, Carlos Rodon, Trevor Story, and then trading for Frankie Montas, which I think is the the pinnacle of what they could do right now. I think that is a viable, what they could do, viable in terms of you can sign two of them in free agency, and then you can trade for someone who seems to be available. Like the the best thing they could do is trade for Jacob DeGrom and Mike Trout, but they're not available. The most viable, highest upside thing they could do would be to sign Carlos Rodon, trade for a Frankie Montas or Luis Castillo. Those are the top two top end for me, and then sign Trevor Story. That would be the highest of highest ends. That doesn't guarantee you anything. That does not guarantee you a thing. That is not my expectation. 
put yourself in a position though where you can make some noise and if they do that and they it still doesn't work this summer for whatever reason whether it's the starters aren't there they're hurt again something happens i'm still going to look back on this offseason and say i you did what i asked you made sufficient moves and i'm going to judge that and i'm going to tell you and i'm going to hold them to a high standard i promise i'm not going to say hey they signed up Tyler Anderson, what a great move. Like that moves – no, I'm not I'm not naive. I'm not dumb. I'm not brainwashed into thinking those are really great moves. I'm going to tell you honestly, openly what I think, and then hopefully you can come to your own conclusion on that as well. What are the storylines for 2022? Let's break them down after this, these words from Bilt Bar and Rock Auto. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this one. I'm going to stick to eating Bilt Bars because Bilt Bars really are delicious. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie. They're full of protein. Bilt Bars are healthy. I mean, they just are. 130 calories, 4 grams of net carbs. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Bilt Bar, they're all about the taste, but they're all about the health as well. Go to Bilt.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are always reliably low and the same for your do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Storylines for the Twins in 2022. If you're just checking back in now and you, you haven't been following, totally understand. Storylines, young pitching prospects, are they healthy? Are they good? When do they come? Who's coming? Big wave. Is it overrated? Is it underrated? Huge, huge storyline that we're going to be following all season long. I cover the minors as well on this podcast. You can always hear me talking about the minor leagues, scouting prospects, talking about prospects. Prospect Friday will return. Who's ready for Prospect Friday? If you're listening, I just fist pumped. Ready for Prospect Friday. Can always get that from me. Uh, whether this team bounces back is the biggest storyline. Does Miguel Sano bounce back and have a, a fully good season? Does Max Kepler bounce back at the plate, put together a, a more 2020-like season at the plate? Uh, not asking for 2019, just more 2020, which is solidly above average and a great right fielder defensively. Does Jorge Polanco follow up his MVP-level season? Does Byron Buxton stay healthy? What does Josh Donaldson give the Twins this summer? Does he have a year like last year where he's a solid contributor every single day, 135 games, Played a lot. Will he do so again in 2022? Alex Kirloff, Trevor Larnick, Royce Lewis, Austin Martin, Jose Miranda, the position players, the prospects, the young guys. What are the Twins going to get from them this year? I'm super hopeful. 
about this group. I'm super hopeful about Jose Miranda. He's a storyline in himself after the season he had last year. Where does he start? How does he perform out of the gate? How does he perform after getting some time under his belt at the major league level? Alex Kirloff with a healthy wrist. What does he do? Is he going to hit the middle of the Twins order? What's his upside? Was the power he showed last year before the wrist injury real? Can he hit for that power on a regular basis? Because if he can, this is what I've been talking about, this offense. Can the offense do enough? Actually, excuse me, I take that back. Can the pitching staff do enough to give this offense a chance? That's my main question for this season because I am convinced that they're going to have a good offense again. I am convinced that Alex Kirloff will help them if he's healthy. I am convinced that Jose Miranda will help them if he's healthy. I think Miguel Sano is going to have a better year. I think Max Kepler is going to have a better year. Jorge Polanco will probably regress some. Byron Buxton hopefully stays healthy. But I think overall this offense is going to be good with a healthy Mitch Garver as well, hopefully, all season long. So I think this is going to be a good offense. Does the pitching staff do enough to help the offense? And that's why I continue to just pound the table. Make some additions. Do something to help this rotation because I think you can get to the point where the answer is yes. Does the pitching staff do enough to support a great offense? 2019, does a does the pitching staff do enough to support a great offense in the regular season? I'm not talking about the postseason. You can get to yes on that. Right now, it's going to be no. I can tell you right now the answer is going to be no. Can you get that to a yes over the next couple of weeks? That's the biggest question. Can you support this offense enough with a pitching staff to compete in 2022. That's what we're looking at. Can the twins do it? Jury's out. Can't wait. I'm going to jump on Twitter right now and see if there are any moves. Like I am gearing up and ready to go. You can find me on Twitter at Nashwalker nine, follow the show at locked on twins, subscribe, like, leave a comment, whatever you think. Thank you so much for making locked on twins. Your first listen every day. And I'll make lockdown MLB your second listen. Paul Francis, please call him Sully. He's the best. He brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and go twins. Welcome back. Baseball.